not even my name. The world is too small for someone like Bruce Wayne to disappear. Your parents' death was not your fault. My parents deserve justice. I cannot let that pass. If you make yourself more than just a man, then you become something else entirely. Which is a legend, Mr. Wayne. Wayne's World 2, that's what we're doing. <laughs> we should do Wayne's World 2. We should do Wayne's World 2. Christopher Walken was the villain in that movie. I that's have, crazy. I huh? have Wayne's World typed right here in my possible movies to do. Yeah. That's, it's right after the Taken series. Okay. This yeah. list doesn't, like, it's not a priority list. Yeah, it's just it's ideas. right after Taken series. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're not ordered in importance. No, they're not. They're yeah. not. I mean, I got Legally Blonde 2 all the way at the bottom. Yeah. That should probably be at the top if it was of importance. Red, white, and blonde, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. I I, uh, I was looking at some of our stats. You know, it's 2019 now. And uh, I was going to bring up, like, oh, should we do, like, a year rev- like a year end or, like, a, a, a year to start the year? Like, like, a special. Like, a special show. Then it never came up. And I was like, I don't know what we'd do. If we would have like awards or something, maybe you know you would do your Mikey's or whatever you used to call them. Uh, yeah, I guess we'd have um, to make them sequel and remake based. But uh, looking at stats, I, I looked at. I was like, okay, here's some of our most popular episodes from the year that was 2018. And I was trying to think of like I was looking to see if there was like a pattern. Like, ooh, maybe we should hit some of these more. Guardians of the Galaxy two, very popular. Analyze that, very popular. Oh yeah, so, there was no rhyme or reason in like the top like. Eight that were played. It was just like, yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, Thor, Guardians, I see. There's a uh, pattern there, yeah. Creed 2 was very popular, so I was like, ooh, maybe it's like the new movies that people like. Deadpool 2, but then analyze that, very high. Amityville Horror, very high. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's random. It is random. It's random what and that's really okay. go off. Because yeah. we randomly choose movies. Yeah, there's, we have no, there's no wheel, there's no, no uh, lot, lottery... We should just do that. I mean, <laughs> when we can't think of one, we should get one of those bingo things. Throughout the year, we just write sequels and remakes on a ball, throw it in the hopper, and it's like, oh, I don't know what to do this week. Go ahead and ring that hopper up. Yeah, or maybe we do that for every week. We'd have to get a hopper. we have to get... Oh, you, dude, you can get a bingo hopper on Amazon for like 15 bucks. All right, I'm looking at this hopper. Get the balls. We'll start writing. Yeah, you can get a whole set. Yeah. We can just like... What we can do is we take the list... And assign it a bingo B4, whatever. Number, so it's yeah. a number. Right. And then you just pull, yeah. Pull, pull the number. Out. Yeah. Or I bet there's an app. There's probably an app. Like, like uh, I bet there is a bingo yeah. caller app. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to... Uh, look at this. I'll think that out. How many numbers are on a bingo board? 65? I I don't know. I think it goes to 065, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. But we'd have to come up with 65 sequels and remakes. True. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. But we probably could. Oh, they definitely exist. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'll knock out eight with the Fast and the Furious movies right there. Yeah, that's Boom. true. Or, or, uh... Or we... I mean, we could... We could assign... Maybe we have just five in the hopper. It depends on B-I-N-G-O. Oh, if yeah. If it's a G, it's a B, yeah. it exists. And then when that one comes out, we'll put a new one in on G. Yeah. 
That kind of thing. Also gives us a little wiggle room if we're working on a series or if like right. a new movie's out and it's like, oh, this is hot right now. We got to jump on. People want to hear our opinions on whatever sequel and or remake is coming out in 2019. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just keep doing it as we're doing it. Yeah. There's probably a conversation that should happen uh, off, off mic. But a little peek, <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain for everybody. <laughs> See, uh, we started rolling on our production meeting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll take it from the top. And you are listening to Don't Be That Guy. Party uh, on, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll just go right into it. What, what are you watching? I watched some stuff. All right. So after the last episode, I thought we talked about Ben Foster. I'm like, I'm going to watch that Ben Foster movie that came out. It's on Amazon Prime. So I watched Leave No Trace. Yes. I added it to my queue. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Okay. Um, I think it's worth watching. Okay. If you're in, if you're even slightly into bushcraft, right? It's cool. Um, or if you're even slightly into Ben Foster, it's cool. Right, because that was my gateway into the movie. Was yeah. I like Ben Foster? So it's pretty good. Okay. I, I mean, it's worth it's worth watching. It's not you know Academy Award winner or anything. Um, went old school. Watched Chinatown. Oh, great movie! Fucking great movie. My uh, that's my go to reference for anytime I want to make a joke. About dumb movie tropes, and then want to put a great film in it, which is you know I was like with Home Alone too. I was like, oh, I love that scene where he looks directly at the camera, and goes, "Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown." Just I love that. That's the last line of the movie. Yeah. Um, but that, great movie. That's such a good movie. It's got this the coolest like. I'm stepping on your review. You tell me it's a great movie. <laughs> it's got cool private eye. Yeah. Things you know, he does the the uh, pocket watches under the tires, just cool shit like that. Just mm-hmm. really cool private detective shit. Um, good cast, Nicholson at his finest. Um, Do you think that is Nicholson at his finest? I, I, this, I'm, I'm attacking you with this, but what are his greatest films? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, no. Chinatown, uh, Departed, probably Departed, like some there. later Nicholson. Uh, People always say Shining. I don't think it's one of his better movies, but I think it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I don't know if um, Jack. Yeah, I don't know if it's one of his. Yeah, great performances. Right. Um, Joker. He's the Joker. We yeah. know that. Uh, people like. Well, he was nominated for like one of those like late Diane Keaton films. Like it's complicated or, or uh, um, as good as it gets. As good as it gets. Yeah. 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 I think he was nominated for best actor in that. Um. He's made a lot of movies. He's been in so many yeah. movies. You think China, You think that's number one? It's number one for me. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I think I gotta watch One Flew of the Cuckoo's I think Nest it's again. The, I think it's number one for me. One Flew of the Cuckoo's it's Nest. Been a while since AMC's thrown that on. Yeah. But I do enjoy that movie a lot. I mean, I, I like that movie a lot too. I I feel like the supporting cast is what. Just their weird little nuances yeah. is the best part. But he's good in that. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. I have to throw on bucket list again. I haven't seen that. See how <laughs> see how it uh, holds up. Um. Okay. I got I got around to watching Annihilation. Okay. That's a fucking excellent. Movie. Is it Sh- worth me checking out the final thirty minutes? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do it. That movie is so good. fucking good. It's ending up on so many end of the year top ten lists. I go. Yeah, I guess I should watch the final 30 minutes of that movie. That movie blew my mind. It is so good. Okay. That movie is so good. Remember, my review was, I thought it was really weird, and then I stopped at half an hour and then lost my rental, but that 
hour I saw, I gave a thumbs up, but it could have gone down based on how the ending <laughs> landed. I think that's either on Amazon Prime. I think it's HBO. Or, oh, is it HBO? Yeah. It's on one of the streaming for mm-hmm. free. Uh, that movie's fucking great. Um, preview came on for Glass. Yes. And Jane had not recalled seeing Unbreakable, so we watched Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. She had seen it, but enjoyable film. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go into we're gonna go into split. Yes, yeah, split now, and then hit Glass like when it comes out next week or whatever. Yeah. Um, watched Blockers. Mm. That was the biggest waste of two hours of my life. That's the shittiest movie I've seen all year. I think I won ten dollars because someone told me that you didn't like it. I go, I bet he calls it shitty. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. That movie was garbage. I hated it. Um, speaking of AMC, let me, well, let me let's go back to Blockers. Okay, because I gave it a positive review, but not a glowing review. Uh, and then it got me thinking: What was the funniest movie you saw in twenty eighteen? Oh man, I have mine, but it's not great. Which was the, Game Night. I think that was the funniest movie I saw. That movie was okay. Yeah. It kind of fell apart at the end. Um, right, but outside of that... I can't... I, I'd have to get a... I'd have to compile have a to look at a list of the comedies I watched. I looked at a list. So I just went to like Rotten Tomatoes, typed in Best Comedies of 2018. And there were not a lot of funny movies. I'm not sure I saw a lot of comedies this yeah. year, actually. Nothing in the theater. Yeah, I like, kept seeing you know, things on the list like uh, that movie 8th Grade, which I, I talked about... That was more of a drama than... Like, it's not a movie that made me laugh. It's a movie that I thought was more dramatic. Crazy Rich Asians was high on the list. I was like, that was more of a romance movie? Like, I don't know. Sleep is in Seattle, I wouldn't call it comedy. Like, that's a romantic movie. This was a romantic movie. So it just came working its way down. Vice, I saw was really high. I hadn't seen it yet, but, like... Was that the best comedy of the year? Man, Vice was good. I don't... See, I don't put Vice as a comedy Right, It's, It's, It's something else that is also funny. Vice is a weird hybrid biopic thing. I don't even know I, what's I assume, happening with it. I hadn't seen it, but like Enjoy. Big Short is funny, but I don't call Big Short a comedy. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's a it's along that same line right. as Big Short. It's so, a, kind of an informative thing, but you're not sure how accurate it is. Yeah. Um, it's just, I was looking at the year and it's like, wow, we didn't get like a hangover or an old school or like just a comedy. You go, oh yeah, that's a really solid laugh out loud comedy. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's one of those things that goes to Netflix too. Like we were talking with holiday movies. Like you just don't make comedies that come out in theaters anymore. That could be. I mean, Will Ferrell killed it with his 6%. Because <laughs> my examples were like, oh yeah, there wasn't just like an Anchorman or an old school or a. Oh, we did get a Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. Don't side, that side note here. Yeah. It just, just came to my mind. I'm looking over and Mark's got a Modelo. Yeah. And I don't have a Modelo. We usually have the same beer. Mm-hmm. And so. You're drinking Modelo, and I took a Is drink it of mentally this, messing with you? And I was like, my Modelo tastes weird. You, you're mentally and, getting ready. Yeah. And then you you, you have something much darker, right? Yeah, I got a Cascadian Dark Ale, Bad mm. Santa, which is a great beer. Podcast not you, sponsored, but we no, do like our beers. But when you're expecting Modelo. So anyway, yeah, uh, I'd have to see what I saw for comedy. Yeah, picture. but just asking you off the top, and it was the same thing with me when I was asked. When I impose this question on myself, I go, I have no fucking idea. The movies I saw, like, Game Night, I thought was funny. Tag, I thought was okay. Like, there was some Life of Lab, I was like, it's not a great comedy. Blockers, I thought was okay, but nothing I'd ever watch again. Mm. And just kind of worked my way through every Deadpool, but that was funny. 
if Deadpool counts, it's probably Deadpool. It's probably Deadpool? Yeah, I mean, I, I liked Game Night more than I liked Blockers. Yeah. Certainly. Blockers was shitty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wanted another $10. I was like, I bet he uses it twice. <laughs> um, that, you know, it had, it had funny moments, yeah. but I after I was done, I mean, it got to be the last 30 minutes of the movie. I'm like, when will this end? It's it does drag, the movie, right? I'm like... When will this end? I mean, it's from when they get end. to like the hotel, to, like yeah, how long that takes. Keeps going. Yeah. Um, There's no scene in Blockers. I remember laughing in the theater or like chuckling, and then leaving. I was like, I can't tell you one funny thing from that movie. Where Game Night at least had like her extracting the bullet from his arm outside yeah. of the convenience store, which was very funny. Or the dog that he kept bleeding on. Or the dog. He's pushing the money across the counter. Yeah. Like, there was that. Was yeah, I mean, I, I remember. But yeah, like it's not like a great like I don't uh, put it up there with the, the great comedies. Yeah, I mean John Cena's character butt chugging. Yeah, that's a funny moment. That did happen. The, the funniest moments are with the that couple, the boyfriend's parents. Oh, with Gary uh, Cole and uh, <laughs> uh, Gina Gershon. Yeah, yeah. The, those are the funniest moments. Yeah. The rest of the movie is is just kind of really forgettable for me. Yeah. Speaking but, of AMC on AMC mm-hmm. the other night, it's like I'm Sam movie in it. Uncle Buck. Mm. I had great seen, comedy. It is a good movie. I hadn't seen that movie in probably five, six years. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think that's going to be a movie that the older I get, the funnier it gets. Oh, because I the other night you put I, yourself in the shoes of Uncle Buck. Too. I guess so, and I and I also forget how kind of that's kind of a dark, a darker movie. It's been a while since I've seen and, it, but. but that's a great movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. We didn't get an Uncle Buck this year, you know? They don't we, make Uncle Bucks anymore. Uncle Buck. Well, John Candy, rest in peace. Who's John Candy now? <sighs> Who is John Candy now? Who's showing up in everything in a comedy role? Yeah. We don't have him. We don't have That's him. what's the problem with comedy today. Yeah. You don't have a John Candy. We don't. And then I finished Homecoming on Amazon, that okay. show. Great show. Check it out. And then I did my Guilty Pleasure show, The Ranch Part 6. Mm. That ranch is a good show. That's a damn good show. But that's it. That's what I watch. That's, that's a lot. What do you got? Um, I'm trying to get something. Okay, there we go. Make sure all my stuff is loaded. Uh, nothing. I did not watch a single episode or movie, an episode of television or movie in the last seven days. My time was what? spent watching the movie we watched for this week's episode, Football. And then outside of that, I did not watch television. There was a lot of good football. So, yeah, I have uh, nothing to bring to the segment because I, I really thought, I was like, man, what TV was I watching? It was, yeah, football. Uh, and that was it. Yeah, didn't watch a movie. I always thought about sneaking a movie in today at work. I was like, ooh, I got a couple hours in the afternoon. Let me throw a movie on, you know, secretly. No one's, no one's looking on my shoulder. <laughs> And, uh, on my phone? I got busy and I couldn't watch a movie at work. Oh, So, nothing. So, uh, we'll play a game instead because I, I have nothing to add. I think I have... I'm just looking at some comedies here. Yeah. Um, m- mine would probably be, and I didn't think of this, uh-huh. it would probably be uh, The Black Klansman. Okay, so I was talking to someone who saw it and we looked at it. Like, I had not seen it either. We were going down the list, and I was kind of pointing out, like, Crazy Rich Asians. I didn't think it was a comedy. Eighth grade, didn't think it was a comedy. And then someone uh, who saw Black Hammond goes, I don't think that's a comedy. I, th- I think it is a comedy. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it, so. But 
Yeah, that one can take me. That can take. Mm. That could take a couple routes. Yeah. I, I think it depends on what you're looking to get out of a film, especially maybe that film in general, because you know yeah. it is very. Yeah, I thought it was kind of a. It's kind of a political dark story. Okay, so it's satiric. But, maybe satire is not the right word, but. That movie's funny. When it showed up on the list as a comedy, <laughs> I go, I would not have guessed Black... I thought Black Klansman was a, like, Malcolm X. I thought it was, Spike, like, a historic tale of a real-life event. So I... Definitely wasn't advertised as a comedy, but it, saw the commercials. It may not be a comedy, uh-huh. but it's a damn funny movie. Okay. So, just as a but, pure comedy... Know, I'm not sure it's better than Deadpool. If Deadpool's a comedy... Yeah. Just on a laugh per film, more belly laughs and... Black Klansman or Deadpool 2? Oh, probably Deadpool 2. Okay. Yeah. So, Black Klansman yeah. probably better movie than Deadpool 2, but as far as comedy goes, Deadpool better comedy. Maybe. I mean, Deadpool's a pretty damn good movie. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. Black Klansman. Laugh out loud. Laugh out loud. LOL. That's streaming now, I think. That's a great, that's a really Is good that? movie, actually. I don't, uh, maybe it's rental. I, I came across it. I was like, oh yeah, I need to see that. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, so I so I, nothing you, you, you did watch. not watch I mean there was a lot of excellent football yeah well I didn't watch that much football I just didn't watch television mm-hmm. uh, I cleaned my garage yeah got that new shop bag went out to dinner a few times uh, I read like two books this week but yeah so the TV just wasn't the masked singer was on and <laughs> while I was reading I kind of was looking up from that it's kind of an interesting concept. I was like, oh, I wonder who is under that mask. But it's a really, like, the show itself is super boring because it's so drawn out. I was like, just get to who the who's under the mask. Yes, we can look at the end. We got to it. I was like, oh, that's kind of a nice surprise. Like, I don't want to spoil it for Scooby-Doo the, the musical? Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. But the first one, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, how big of the celebrity are these masked singers? The first one I thought was pretty solid. I was like, I know that guy. Yeah, but, but there's a lot of people that wouldn't know him. Okay, you know who it is. Oh yeah, I mean that. Like, the, I think the next day, like that was on the Google News feed. Oh, oh the first mass singer is. And I'm like, I've heard eh. no. <laughs> like looking at like in my day to day of just like hopping on MSN, hopping on Yahoo, I have seen nothing about the mass singer. So I was like, this show must not be a hit. Yeah, I don't know where it came on my news feed, yeah. but oh, it was my wife had no idea who that was. I'm, I think it was probably it was probably because it was sports related. Yeah, but yeah. as far as a sports star to appear on that type of show. I think he was a pretty big get. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. You, know, I mean, you, you watch only, Dancing with the Stars. I mean, the only it's him, and then there's this other tier, and that whole tier is just Tom Brady. Yes. So <laughs> maybe Aaron Rodgers. Is there maybe too, Aaron. Because of the commercials. Maybe because all the State Farm commercials. But yeah. yeah. Outside of that, uh, yeah. So as far as he's kind of in the tier, I don't know. Like Gronk is kind of th- like if it had <laughs> pull up that massive, it was Gronk. You know, it's a pretty big pull, but <laughs> they could have pulled that off, and it was like. Um, you know, Robert Woods. I know. I know who that is, but that's not a really big pull for... And really only because fantasy football. Yes. That's <laughs> the only reason I know who that is. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested. I'll probably just read spoilers. Just to figure out who's under... So you kind of watch The Masked Singer. Kind of watch The Masked Singer. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, like to, I, don't, I don't like to watch too much television. Right. I mean, I kind of watched the National Championship. Yeah. Monday. Oh, see, I, I'd never even flipped it on. It was just on. Yeah. My friend gave me an, oh, my friend at work gave me an over-under two minutes mm-hmm. of game time that I'll watch. 
and I said, I'm taking the under. Yeah. I mean, I watched way more than that, but, but it was just on. Right. Just on. Yeah, I never even flipped to it. Well, the real national championship was played Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. At 9 a.m. Pacific. That was disappointing. Because they want to I think I ruined my TV watching. Put the West Coast team at a disadvantage having played 9 a.m. T- 9 their time. Yeah. I was barely awake. Fucking know. Midwest. I'm a grown man. These were children. <laughs> Midwest bias, dude. Everyone oh, yeah. says it. Uh, my wife's watching a show called The Midwife. And I kind of caught... Is that about delivering babies? I, I think so. I assume... But it's also uh, like a period piece. Like mm. it's like you know, people in uh, old timey garb. It's a drama. It's BBC and uh, I love BBC shows. I kind of caught like two minutes of that, but uh, yeah, like when I was in my study doing like extra work, I usually I'll throw the t- TV on and like have something in the background. Podcast. I'd catch up on like. Two weeks worth of podcast because of all the holidays, so yeah. that was a lot where a lot of my time was spent. So. That's okay. Nothing. So we'll play a little uh, Make the Case because okay. I thought really long and hard about trying to come up with a sequel, and uh, I got nothing. That's okay. I thought about this idea, but I, I, it wasn't fleshed out. They're making John Wick 3, and at the end of John Wick 2, all he had 24 hours before every assassin in the world was going to come after him. And I thought, wouldn't this be great if it was like a Marvel meetup movie and it was other famous assassins from cinema that we knew? That's a hard list to try to come up with. <laughs> uh, I got to like, uh, I wrote it down somewhere, but uh, it was like, um, man, who are famous assassins? I, oh, I had like the bride from Kill Bill. That was like, oh, okay, the bride from Kill Bill. I can come up with this list. Yeah, yeah. But number three, it was like, Slevin from Lucky Number Slevin, I guess. Columbiana from yeah. that Zoe Zaldana movie. Did you like Jason Bourne? Yeah. He didn't come up on my Google search of Hitman movies. Oh, okay. But yeah, I guess you throw Bourne in there. Throw Bourne in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, because a lot of those movies, you know, Hitman kind of kind of die at the end. The it was like you know Leon Antonio Banderas's character from Assassins. Assassins or his character from. Uh, Eck versus Sever. Or his, or his character from Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Was he a hitman? I guess he had that guitar case from yeah, the all his guns. Alright, so we'll throw Desperado, Desperado into yeah. it. Uh, you know. The guy from Sicario? Sicario? Oh, Benicio yeah. del Toro? See, these movies were coming on my list. Things on my list were like the hitman's bodyguard. I was like, alright, don't fucking Ryan Reynolds on this movie. <laughs> no one's going to recognize him when he shows up. They'll be like, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds. What character is he playing? Deadpool. Deadpool's a hitman. Uh, Was the hitman's bodyguard the, the where he's the secret service agent that's protecting the guy in the house? No, Ryan that's Reynolds. safe house. That's safe house. Hitman's bodyguard kind of cool is movie. Ryan Reynolds. I've only seen the trailer. I'm gonna try to piece this together. It looks like a comedy, like a buddy comedy action movie. He is a hitman. Samuel J- Jackson is his bodyguard, and it's. I think of the trailer. It's why would a hitman need a bodyguard? That's the question I'm asking right yes. now. You gotta watch the movie to figure it out. <laughs> so, I uh, didn't really flesh it out. I was like, I can't bring this to Mike. Even though we just talked about it on the show, I was like, I can't embarrass our show with this half-assed concept. So then I was trying to think of other, like, what about a movie where, like, at the end of the movies, people go to prison, and then there's a movie where, like, escape plan, and then we just see famous people in prison. That's a hard list to compile to. Because <laughs> like, you gotta be a little, it's gotta be like a Marvel movie where you see the guy and go, Oh my god! I can't believe that's so and so. It's like it's like 
fucking Civil War. There's all shield. Yeah, but if it was just like that's LL Cool J's character from In Too Deep. No one's gonna get that. <laughs> that's that's the guy from Con Air, right? You get it? No, I don't. Yeah, that's just a character actor. That guy's very good. He shows up in a lot of things. He's played a prisoner in eight other movies. Is that the is that the guy who played Lee Harvey Oswald in that James Franco Stephen King <laughs> yeah. show on Hulu? <laughs> so we'll just do this. All right. And I did get it wrong last time. I put, so I have mixed up the rules for how this coin flip works. So I'm going to declare it before we do it. Okay. If you win the coin toss, I'll let you pick for or against, but you don't know the movie. Okay. I like that. Here we go. Okay. All right. So, so call heads or tails? Tails never fails. All right. It's heads. So I... <laughs> but you know the movie. Yeah. So, oh, this is tough. This is tough. Um, I guess I haven't picked the movie yet. There's three options, so you just pick a number. I haven't looked at the the screen. I, I, I so you of, pick four or against? Yeah, I'll pick, and I pick one through three. I'll pick four. And this I'll is pick great pod this number two. All right, so let me go back to my notes. <laughs> All right, number two. When I say four, yep. I will tell you why they should remake Starship Troopers, which is a movie that is rumored to be in development. Okay. It's about time that we remade Starship Troopers because that's the perfect type of movie to be remade in that there's no great performance. People just remember the actual idea of killing bugs and how like cheesy and B-movie it was, but done on a big scale. Now we can do it on a bigger scale. You got like so much CGI that it can just look a lot better. It's about time in 20... 20- 19, that we create a new Casper Van Dien. I don't know who that guy, Mario Lopez, what's he up to? Maybe he's the star of this movie. It's the time that you know we take the formula that was there, and we build a new star, and people just like the idea of like uh, kind of corny uh, B-list movies, but paying $12 to go see it in the theater. Yeah. That's why they should remake it. Okay. I wasn't passionate about that. Um, man, I wish I would have had the four on this. Mm. Alright, you should, say me why again, so then we can discuss. They should not remake Starship Troopers, because when you go to remake a cult classic, yeah. you are ripping away the spirit of what made that movie a cult classic to begin with, which is the cheese, which is the, the bad effects, which is the terrible acting. Why would you, why would you want to remove that from the world? Yeah, overwrite such uh, a, a wonderful gem. Yeah, you can polish a turd, Mark. <laughs> why? Why? Why do you think they should remake it? I think they should remake it. I'm a big fan of Robert Heinlein. He wrote the book. Okay, I've read many and many of his books. See, I did not know this was based on a book. Yes, it is based on the book. The book is loosely based on the book. Mm. Basically. The title, yeah, and the enemies. So, do you think they should make a movie that's more true to the book? Yes, the book is. And do like a legit. So, in the book, sci-fi, the Starship Troopers are in like these mech suit things. It's and it's far, it's far less action oriented. The book is far more political oriented, and and it's it's about the maneuverings of the politics and stuff like that. There's cool. There's battle scenes and the Starship Trooper, Mm -hmm. you know, thing. But I do think if they took that book on a serious level you could get 
you could get something really good on the level of like an Edge of Tomorrow or something like a really cool sci-fi movie. Yeah. Um, That's probably the better way to do it. Because my yeah. thing is, if I was arguing against, my argument would just be point break. And that when you remake these movies, someone says, oh, it's so great, we should remake it. And they forgot all the... They forget the reason that that movie was so beloved. It's because it's kind of a shit movie. Exactly. And yeah. you're going to try to make a good version of a shit movie, and you can't really do it. But yeah. if there's another source material... Where you can kind of just go in a different and make it. And Starship Troopers, I love that movie. Yeah, it's so great. I rewatched that probably once every three yeah. years. It's cheesy though. It and is so cheesy, and and the, the it has sequels. Yeah, it has like two or three sequels. It does. Yeah, Casper Dan Van Dien returns for like he's done the second, and then comes back for like the third one. I think he's in the third one. Yeah, yeah. I mean it just they get worse and worse. Mm. In fact, they're so bad that you don't ever want to revisit them. Right. But you just but before you watch them and you, and you find out there's one you're like I want to know what what they do yeah. with this but yeah that movie just it just captured just like following based on because like the special effects are kind of shitty the acting's really bad in that movie the acting's terrible but that's what makes it so good and that yeah. it, it is an interesting story and then you kind of just have the Casper Van Dien saying silly stuff like you know Rico's rough Rico's next rough next yeah. Yeah, um, there's some. In, I mean, that it's got a cast. Michael Ironside's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Uh, uh, Barney Stinson. What's Barney his name? Stinson. Doogie Hauser. Yeah, he has three names. What's his real name? Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, Harris. is in it. He he might be the best acting in it. Yes. Um, yeah, it's damn cool. Damn cool. Yeah. Well. We'll see if they. We'll see if they get it. Some studio has 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 the rights to it. I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of was uh, ended up being like a Netflix special or something. Mm-hmm. Kind of along the lines of the. I'm, I mean, all the all the sequels of Starship Troopers were straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the Tremors sequels, straight to streaming, straight to home video. If someone took the book and adapted a film that was less. Cheesy, less B movie, more political, maybe more edge of tomorrowy, uh, maybe a little darker feel, maybe a little scarier because you know the bugs that they're fighting. Would you want them to call it Starship Troopers, or do you think it would serve the movie better to call it something else? But those in the know would know it's based on a novel by this guy, and that novel is Starship Troopers. I feel like if they released a movie called Starship Troopers, it would hurt whatever. Movie I think came you're out. right. I yeah. think that probably would happen. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, if they did go big budget and mm-hmm. didn't want to, and, and did call Starship Troopers and went full on cheese and CGI, it, it might do okay depending yeah. on the trailer. Um, yeah, I mean, interesting. Mm. Anyone attached to it? Uh, not from the. Let's see. Uh, I didn't have that written. I just had that. This was uh, a movie in development. Johnny Rico. Let's see. Starship Troopers remake. Uh, so, Sony's Columbia Picture. Or Sony's. Uh, let's see. And yeah, no news as of 2017. Mm-hmm. So, this is probably still just in development. Yeah, it's an interesting... I, I never... If you would have told me... if you, you could even have said, Give me a sci-fi, cheesy sci-fi movie... 
based in space, fighting aliens that's getting remade. I don't think I would have named that one. I would have named like Mars Attacks yeah. or something like that. I don't know, but. Let's see. Oh, it would be so. The only thing that announced is a studio and the producer, Neil Moritz, who is behind the Fast and the Furious franchise. So that's that would definitely be probably leaning towards action. It probably wouldn't be like the smart political space. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I say it all the time. I wish they would take, if they're gonna do Starship Troopers, put it in a different genre. And I think why aren't there political thrillers set in space? Yeah. Why aren't there, you know, comedy say, you know, just take something that is kind of against and, and make it something different. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see if we ever get it. Speaking of big budget remakes, we saw one this week. Mike and I watched 2005's Batman Begins, a, a reboot of other Batman films that began in nineteen the 1960s with Batman the movie. Uh, probably most famously starring Michael Keaton, which, which starred... Uh, which led to four other Batman, or I guess four total Batman films. Uh, those were all a continuation. Did we decide that? Think, they all felt like they were yeah, kind of continuing. They, they all were. Yeah. So you had yeah, Batman. If you're, if you're a fan of the show, you maybe you've heard it. If you haven't, we've mm-hmm. done those. Yes. We're doing a Bat. We did our Batman series. Check check out SoundCloud. You can see all four Batman movies in one playlist. So if you just want to oh, nice. back to back to back to back these suckers, you can do that. Uh, yeah, so Batman, Batman Returns, Michael Keaton's replaced by Val Kilmer in Batman Forever, he's replaced by George Clooney in Batman and Robin, but they all kind of felt like the continuation of the movie. This movie, Batman Begins, directed by Christopher Nolan, starring Christopher Bale, takes the Batman origin story and redoes it again. So yeah. we, once again, Bruce Wayne, a young man, his father, Thomas Wayne, and his, his mother, Martha, are gunned down. And this leads young Bruce on a path of vigili- becoming a vigilante. He, he has to go find himself in Tibet and comes back to Gotham where he eventually dons the Batman mask uh, to fight the Mafia and then eventually other uh, villains such as the Scarecrow and uh, the man who trained him, Ra's al Ghul, in Batman Begins. Was this your first time watching Batman Begins? No, 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 no. Seen Batman's... Seen it many times. Oh, no, I don't ask that question. That was the question I asked. Oh, so... Yeah, I guess since we're continuing... How do I do these? I don't know. I usually talk about the previous movie first and then ask that. So, Batman Begins... We'll just give... uh, I guess, yeah, we just kick right into it. Um, What is your tweet length, one sentence review of Batman Begins? A gritty revival of the Dark Knight legend. What's that? Uh, that's that one's good. <laughs> you, can put, you can put that. You can put that on the poster. <laughs> As Batman Begins shows a winning formula of brooding and exciting that is often imitated but never duplicated by other non-Marvel comic book movies. Uh, except that, was your, that was yours. Yep, you wrote that. I did. Or composed that. There, you there, read that. There was more. <laughs> except dread. Dread is dope. <laughs> I just thought I did that. I feel like the Marvel movies have their own thing. Yeah. They kind of figure out this, like, kind of funny... Like, I, I feel like a lot of their superheroes are kind of just doing Robert Downey Jr. Th- yep. That kind of formula. Yep. Uh, but when you look at the other comic book movies, 
man, do people try to be Batman. They yeah. just kind of have this dark, anti-hero kind of... Uh, and I don't think... I, I was kind of just going through the list of non-Marvel movies. So yeah, like the Superman, like Man of Steel and Justice League and all those. Uh, and then there was just a lot of like crappy movies like uh, Jonah Hex and uh, uh, The Green Hornet. and uh, But then Dread was on the list. I was like, nah, Dread nailed it. Dread nailed it. Dread nailed it. Yeah. All right. So we'll just kind of go into Batman Begins. Uh, what do we like about Batman Begins? Um... I have new questions also for 2019, okay. so I'll, I'll hit okay. you with those as we come, like, kind of um, come across them. Michael Caine. Mm. Liked him. Yeah. Um, I liked Morgan Freeman. He's good. I hadn't, I've seen this movie many times. Yes. And this was... I hadn't... I probably haven't seen it in five years or so. Mm-hmm. Has it been that long? Maybe. But... I... I wasn't as blown away by it as I remember being. Okay. I mean, it's a damn fine film. Yeah. But then I thought, what did I like? And it was definitely the performances. Mm-hmm. Michael Caine, especially, Michael is great. excellent. Morgan Freeman's great. I don't think this is Christian Bale at his finest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is okay. I think I, I think he's a good Batman. I don't think he's a very good Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be just because this movie doesn't really feature Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I thought there were, and we'll, as the months kind of go on, I'm sure we'll hit Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Re- watching this movie again, and then remembering what I knew about this movie, I thought this movie actually had, and not seeing those two movies, like, not having them fresh my brain, I did, like, little touches of Bruce Wayne's character, like when he shows up at Wayne Enterprises for the first time, and the guy uh, comes out of the boardroom, and he's teaching the secretary how to putt. How to putt. Yeah. And him showing up with models uh, to the dinner. Uh, so there were, like, little things. But, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of Bruce wayne moments. I just, I, at this point, oh. I am comparing all Bruce Wayne performances yeah. to Michael Keaton. Yes. and Keaton, great Bruce Wayne. And, and like, I, I, know, I know Christian Bale is in character as Bruce Wayne for a lot of this film. Yeah. But to me... Even though he doesn't have the mask on, right. he's Batman. Yes. All the training montage. There's a stuff, lot of... He's Batman. Dark. Right. W- even without the mask on. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't buy the, I don't buy the Playboy stuff. Even, yeah. And I think maybe it was... He was playing it so well. Maybe I, that's the point. Because he's supposed to be... The, the, the models at the, the dinner, yes. that's supposed <clears throat> to seem forced. Yes. Because he's, he's, you know, he's As trying to live up to the Bruce Wayne name. Katie Holmes... Rachel Dawes informs us he has a mask on and Batman is who he truly is. Yeah. So maybe he is playing it so genius that we go, I don't buy this Playboy thing because you're not supposed to buy it. Right. But yeah, I mean, if you're compared to Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton is just so charismatic and as, like, you buy, like, oh yeah, this guy is, it's almost surprising that you go, oh, this guy is is a billionaire playboy. So it surprises me that he's also a crime fighter. Yeah, you're like, that guy can beat people up? Where we spend right. time with Bruce Wayne, you go, yeah, this guy kicks the shit out of people. Yeah. I don't buy that he's waking up to go to parties and stuff. Yeah. But there's like that struggle with Michael Caine uh, telling him, you know, Alfred saying, hey, no, you got to play both sides of this. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting watching like Dark Knight if that improves. If my memory serves right, it doesn't. Right. And, like, the Bruce Wayne stuff is, like, ignored in the next two movies, pretty much. 
Yeah. And other things I like. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the origin story mm -hmm. for the most part, especially the origin of his, his tech and toys. Mm. I, I feel like they covered that where other movies, they don't cover at all. He just has cool-ass shit. Yeah. Because he's rich. He's a billionaire. And so I, I like how they kind of fill that hole. I like which, how... I'm not sure anyone asked for it, right. but they gave it to you with, with the applied sciences. I, I like not only the applied sciences, but when they're building the Batman mask, the fact that in, in uh, any other superhero movie, I never question how does Spider-Man get his suit. How did Tobey Maguire become such a great seamstress that he, he sewed that himself? Yeah. I don't get Marvel, I think, goes out of the way to be like, oh no, like there's a government agency, they provide these suits. Uh, I like that he was like, yeah, we'll build the mask ourselves. You got to order 10,000 of them so people don't catch on. I just thought it was like a nice little add-in that no one asks for it to be there, but I just like that. I was like, yeah, I guess And the first one doesn't work. It breaks. Yeah, they have to order 10,000 more. <laughs> but at least they got a discount. Yes. And they'll have extras. Yeah. Uh, something I liked, speaking of that scene in particular, was I think this movie gets a lot of... Its reputation is built that this is a gritty superhero movie set in the real world. And that it's supposed to be a realistic Gotham with a dark, gritty Batman. Bruce Wayne is... This movie is very funny for its reputation being what it is. Michael Caine says things that makes me laugh. And then yeah. Bruce Wayne jokes with Alfred, his like longtime servant, him just saying... At least we'll have extras, or yeah. well, great that they made us, you know, got us a discount. There's just like little things where I was like, yeah, maybe this is why Superman sucks because that movie they just made him so not a character I wanted to hang out with for two hours. Where Batman, even though he is rage filled and is kind of this guy grappling with justice and all this stuff and, and the, the death of his parents, he's still a, at least an interesting enough character with enough depth. That I want to hang out with them, and th th they sprinkle in with funny moments in there. Yeah, yeah, and then of course the performance. Yeah, like Michael Caine, like just when he shows up, uh, it's really like him on the plane picking up Bruce after he, he decides to come back it is just great. Yeah, he's he's really good in it. Uh, Dig dug the villains. Uh, I don't know a lot about, um, you know, the, I I think that the four. The, the Tim Byrne and the Joel uh, Schumacher movies, those would probably be the villains in order of like popularity. Joker, Penguin, Riddler. Yeah. Two-Face. I like that they went with Scarecrow for the first movie. Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of one of my favorite. Maybe not one of my favorites. One that sticks in my mind. I know you have the animated series. It's an episode. I looked it up. I can't remember what it's called. But it's the Scarecrow. It's called Nothing to Fear. It's the 24th episode of the first season. And it always stuck in my mind because I, as a kid, it was an episode that scared me, which was yeah. like Scarecrow unleashed. It started with like a football player and he releases the gas on a football player. The football player is playing the game. He's a quarterback. And as the defense is coming, they turn into monsters and stuff. Um, so I always had a fondness for the Scarecrow based on that episode of the anime series that always stuck in my brain. Yeah. Um, and he, the, the Scarecrow was featured in anime, animated series... Frequently. Quite a bit, yeah. And, uh, and when I was trying to look up the episode, I was kind of going through, and yeah, he, uh, you know, it's like Batman Wiki or you know, yeah. anime series Wiki form or whatever. They had, a, and I was like, oh, he shows up throughout the series yeah. quite a long time. Yeah, 
as much as like the Joker is a popular, I remember the anime series. The villains that really stuck out to me kind of had the recurring roles. Uh, the smaller ones: Scarecrow, Poison Ivy, Man Bat. I don't know how many episodes Man Bat was in, but I just remember one. I was, and so in my head, I was like, "Oh yeah, I just remember Man Bat." Right? I don't remember Two Face showing up that much in the animated series, right? Or the Riddler. Yeah, not not a, I, I feel mm-hmm. like Scarecrow was maybe the most, other than the Joker, the most yeah. featured one. Uh, so uh, enjoy that. What didn't you like about Batman Begins? Um, I I got a nitpick on a few things. Yeah, this and what, this what... it's, it's all I really can do is I want to nitpick on the League of Shadows home base or whatever. Yeah, we got we got this. And, and so okay, we got this organization, yeah. thousands of years old, you know, constantly. Well, we find this out later in the movie. Right. But they got their training facility or whatever in Tibet. Mm-hmm. Or wherever the fuck they are. I yeah, don't know. It may be a fictional country. Yeah. I don't know and, if they actually ever say where it is. And and it's it's very primitive. Mm-hmm. We're, we're learning martial skills here. Yeah. Um, but it's packed with explosives. It just blows the fuck up. Yeah. But they got all this tech to do these other, other things. Like, wouldn't you just have those explosives located where your other safe... Safely with your other, like, more technical shit. In, so in that scene, I also thought, I was like, why is their attic just full of explosives? Yeah. Is it the powder that he shows him earlier during the training montage where he goes, we use explosives to distract, or as a diversion, and, and then he throws it, and then Bruce grabs a little pinch and he throws it. Is that what was up there? Just a big <laughs> just reserve? piles of that shit. Of that stuff that he... Brought down in a bowl to show I mean, him? They did train a lot of ninjas. You say he would have to have a lot. But yeah, it was like, he throws the poker, and the place just goes up in flames. Yeah. And and then, uh, 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 another note about the training. We get through this training. We don't know how long he's been training. He's been training mm-hmm. there a long time. It You know, he passes his final test. Well, sec the last test. Yeah. And he's going into his final test. All the time that... We're talking about Bruce Wayne, a very smart person... Master detective, you know, they don't really address the detectiveness in in these movies as they do in the comic books and stuff. You right, know, master detective. But in all the time he's been training, mm-hmm. he hasn't got a sense of their motivations at all, and vice versa. Right. So we get to the part where he's got to chop some guy's head off. We assume or just you know execute this guy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's a big surprise. It, Are you fucking kidding me? It is a tough <laughs> because that's the thing about Bat Batman. Is a master detective, and in the, there's a lot more detecting that happens in the comic books and the Adam West show, yeah, than what happens in all these movies and the video games. And in the video games, you gotta do a lot of detecting. I get that the train with the League of Shadows—that's what makes him such a great ninja. But where do the detective skills come from? Yeah, because you could argue, oh well, he didn't become a great detective until after the League of Shadows. There's no time for that to happen. So when throughout his life did he just become this great detective? Although, yeah, it's kind of just a skill he has. I mean, he's not doing anything super detectivey in this one, other than you know eavesdropping on some guys. I think the second the Dark Knight probably has the most detecting he ever does, which is the bullet sure, reconstruction. Yeah. But yeah, so it is kind of something that kind of just glossed over. Where there's like, ah, we'll show you why he becomes a great ninja, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. I, You're right. I mean, how long was he there that he just never got an idea that these guys were 
all in on like taking down society. Yeah. And, and then uh, uh, another nitpick: I don't like the Batman symbol in this mm. movie. Yeah. Um, I think it sucks. Uh, the just the bat symbol, like oh, of just throwing things, or what they put on the on the on the, the signals. Okay, I'm like, I mean, I it's get it. Flat, it's yeah, kind of, kind of flat, flat and yeah. primitive, and I, and I get the point. Cause it's good for throwing. The Batman begins, yeah. and, and it's like, uh, you know, he, I get it, yeah. but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's it's strictly just a visual. Yeah. Um, Joffy from Game of Thrones is in this movie. Don't like that. Yes. Don't like him. Like I said, nitpick. <laughs> and um, when when Roz Al Ghul returns, mm-hmm. he's got his crew with him, and we in the pan around the show. These crew, and they're all different individual guys. Mm-hmm. I would like to know more about them. <laughs> well, that's in sequels and prequels. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, he's stepping out of segments. Speaking of... Uh, they picked the shit out of it, dude. At the party with... Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote this down. It was, it was probably best I could throw it in there. A lady comes up to Bruce and says, Bruce, you simply must meet my friend. Now, am I saying this right? Roz Al Gould? And then it's a guy, and it's not the, it's not, um, the guy from... That he watched. It's, it's a new guy that's being introduced as Roz Al Gould. And then Lee Neeson, uh, Drucard, right? Was that his name? Whatever oh, his name was. His non-Ra's name? His non-Ra's name. I, I don't know what it is. Is, uh... Descartes. Shows up behind him and goes, you know, and... Then we realize, oh, he's Ra's al Ghul. And then the other guy and the lady walk away together. What was that guy chatting that lady up about? Where he was so <laughs> interesting that she simply must introduce Bruce Wade to Ra's al Ghul. Because he doesn't say... It. His face doesn't change at all. What was he just charming the pants yeah, off his lady? No shit, what was he talking about? And then they walk off together. It's so... I don't hate that about the movie. It's just something that, watching it again, I go, huh. huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just turns and walks away. Yeah. Just huh. with her. <laughs> like, as if they're going to continue their interesting conversation. Because she doesn't stick around... When she says, so, Mike, let me introduce you to my friend Ra's Ghoul. Or no. How would I say this? You say to me, Mark, let me introduce my friend Ra's Ghoul. And I go, I look at this guy, two feet from you, and I go, Ra's Ghoul is dead. I watched him die. You'd probably have a reaction. Like, well, that's a crazy thing to say. She, no reaction, walks away with the guy who will get more champagne. Maybe she was in the League of Shadows. Oh, she might be in the League of Shadows. I mean, they had people in Gotham. Yeah. In high um, positions. Dr. Crane was, you know, I mean, lead psychiatrist. Psychologist, whatever. <laughs> psychologist numero, numero uno. Numero uno. He was in the League of Shadows. So maybe this lady, that was a, that was a ploy to get Bruce over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was her one job in the League of Shadows. At some point, you're going to need to introduce... <laughs> Bruce to this man so that I may walk up behind him and say something cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As far as what I didn't like, it it's a long movie, and you know how I feel about long movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's this one's really long. 
it moves for a long movie. It does move well, but there was a time I was like, how much I got left in this? 30 minutes. Holy <laughs> fuck, that's a long time. Um, but really, outside of that, there wasn't too... There were just things like... Just little tiny pieces of like the Rachel story that I was just like, ah, let's move on from this. Mm-hmm. It's distracting from the Batman thing. But as all in all, there wasn't much I did not dislike about this movie. Um... So, man, that may, may lead into my review later. But, yeah, I, I, I was trying to think, like, ooh, what just really didn't work out? There was one thing, but I'm going to save it for a new segment. Okay. That, or a, a new question. Which is, so, as I asked the positives, it used to be what was just our favorite part. But then it's kind of turned into a kind of talk about characters, talk about plot, talk about acting, which I think is important. So now I just kind of went back to, what is the best scene of this movie? What is the scene that would make it on the highlight reel and you say... Batman Begins, I need to show you one scene from this movie. Oh, man. Yeah. This is really going to come in handy with bad movies, but it's very tough with a movie that's yeah, pretty good. that's a good point. Um, I'll go with mine. Okay, I yeah, think it is yeah. uh, the, the the best scene in this movie. If I was going to show someone the highlight of this movie, it is when Batman busts Falcone's gang at the docks. You gotta get his ninja stuff coming into action. Mm-hmm. It's a super tense scene, even though I'm on Batman's side. When that guy's just shooting blankly in the thing, I love that they're not showing you Batman. And, to, and then him just posting up behind the guy and just being like, here, and then taking the guy up. And then it ends with him pulling Falcone out. It's the first time we see the bat suit, and him just saying, I'm Batman, which is, you know, just a great line for yeah. that. Uh, I, lo- I just loved how, and that doesn't take place until like an hour and 30 minutes into the film. We finally get to see Batman together. The thing I left off of what I also like, I liked that seeing Batman kind of learn how to be Batman when he's running from Gordon and the cops and he jumps and he doesn't nail the landing. Right. And then he has to go back to uh, Lucius. And then again, more comedy, which is just like cave diving. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Spelunking. Spelunking, yeah. I I really enjoy. I don't know if it's one scene, but maybe we can just say bits of other yeah. scenes. It, it's a it's a theme. I like when they're showing the the uh, like what what Batman looks like to Scarecrow when Scarecrow's under the influence of his own drug. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that, that's, and I I love that's uh, terrifying. The the when Scarecrow's on the horse, and they show what the kids see. Yeah. I think that's really cool. They did a really effective job with the Scarecrow character. Yeah. Uh, man, I really dug, like, Cillian Murphy in it and him as Crane and then him as Scarecrow. He does end up kind of being a secondary villain, which, I mean, the movie's great. I would have loved, like, if he got as much screen time as, like, the Riddler in Batman Forever, I think that'd be an awesome movie where he's just the main villain. And it's, like, kind of a scary... It'd be Batman a, movie. It might be too scary. Yeah, he he would freak you out. I think it will. Yeah, I mean yeah. his when he hits Falcone Falcone with the gas for the first time and just what they do with the camera to make the mask look. But then I like every time someone else sees him, you just see different things. You know, Batman yeah. sees bats coming out of his mouth, and uh, Rachel sees something, and then him seeing what Batman would look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool villain. We'll talk about it when we do Batman. Um, Dark Knight Rises, but I like that he's in all of them. Uh, okay, so the opposite of that, what's the worst scene of this movie? Um, 
when to me it is Liam Neeson's character is sliding down the snow slope and then fucking Batman does like head first like <laughs> I gotta catch up to him yeah. sledding slide yeah to, I, you gotta I, make yourself aerodynamic yeah I'm like this is I was like this is so fucking stupid yeah I thought it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but at the very end of that, he does this cool thing where he hooks his hooks, greaves yeah. into the snow and catches Raza go with the other arm. Mm-hmm. That's badass. Yeah. But I hated just the that. The visual yeah. of him. Aerodynamic, yeah. Now Mike knows these questions coming, so now he can think about them while he watches the film. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just going to ask the best scene, worst scene, and then it'll kind of go with our good and bad, and we can kind of talk about the acting and all that stuff. For me, and you brought it up with Joffrey, I... it. It's the dumbest scene. I read it. I had to go, like, why would Christopher Nolan put this in? And he has a good reason. It's when Joffrey comes out there and was like, no one's going to believe me. And Batman throws him, like, his device. Mm-hmm. It's just so stupid. And I feel like in every one of these movies, there is, like, this stupid kid moment in all of these. Where it's just, like, who cares, little kid? You saw Batman. No one's going to believe you. What? What? Also, why is Batman? He may need that device later. <laughs> I just think it's so, like... I, I don't like pandering to kids, and then I read an interview with Christopher Nolan, and that's exactly what he was doing, which was that he felt that these movies should be for kids. You needed a kid avatar so that young children, ten years old, could see this movie and be like, "Oh wow, Batman! What, what an awesome thing!" So he put this kid character in there. Batman gives him a thing, uh, but as a grown man, I was like, "That's stupid. Go away, little kid." Uh, but. <laughs> Maybe that makes you sound like a, uh, a Scrooge or a curmudgeon. So my other scene, and it's two scenes. I hate when Batman's in Batsuit, crouched, talking to people in broad daylight. It was... <laughs> or not, just, well, when he's talking to Gordon in the back of Gordon's home, and he's, like, crouched on the thing, but every light is turned on. The back yard light is on. Lights behind him are on. He's perfectly lit. It, it's far more. It's far more um, suspicious that he is crouched. Yes, <laughs> and then he does the same thing to Rachel, where he gives her the pictures. Is he? He's crouching in that again. He's like perched on something. He's and like, like on bending, a railing or yeah, something. Yeah, just stand. Just it, it's weird. It's a weird move, Christian Bale. Just like perched. Does he feel like he's a bat? I, I think that's the. I think that's what they're going yeah, for. It's not a great visual. And, and in the comics, he's always like hanging off of poles and yes, shit. Yes, but but I must prefer Michael Keaton's Batman, where he's just standing there, just walking standing. around. It would have been better. <laughs> Gordon comes out. The light should have been off, and he should emerge from the shadows because he's trying to hide. It's just like anybody could be looking out their window right now and just see this giant ass yeah. bat. I'm pretty sure too. Right before he gets, um, man, I, I can't remember. It might be right before he gets gassed. Huh? For the first time. But there's a scene where he's like peeking around a, a building. He's like hanging off the building. Yeah. But he's only like a foot off the ground. Yeah. There's just weird. What the Little tiny. <laughs> things like that. Just go, it, that's weird. Yeah. You're being weird, Bat Bruce. <laughs> why, why are you being a weirdo? If someone walked up on you right now, it wouldn't look good. <laughs> so that's probably just the worst thing. It's just, especially when he's talking to Rachel. I'm also someone who rattles the cage. I will say, as people like make fun of Bruce Wayne's uh, or Christian Bale's Batman voice, not too hard 
it wasn't too heavy in this one. No, and I think I do. Rem- I do recall, and I, I'm interested to watch the next yeah. couple. I do recall people complaining that it got worse. It got worse, okay. But I don't remember it being that bad, and and it was fine in this movie. Yeah. So, and I kind of liked it. I just think the phrase, some of the phrasing he uses, which is, you know, I'm also someone who's willing to rattle a cage. Like that's just a weird sentence to say. Well, he's Batman Begins. He's figuring out the lingo yes. of being a cool he, superhero. <laughs> it's like a stand-up on open bike. Yeah, he's got to try. He's got to try some things. Try out some material. All right, two new questions for you. What does this do better than the original? And so, in this case, let's take Michael Keaton's Batman. What does this improve on, as far as being uh, a reboot? Well, Batman actually like fights guys in this. Yes. Whereas we talked about in the Michael Keaton, he never actually really fights much. I think he throws a punch. Yeah. If we go, uh, so he, he fights and and we see we see the fights and then and then like I mentioned before the development of his his utility belt mm. tricks and toys is really cool is, yeah. is better than the original. I like that they took it in a new they did make it different especially coming off of we we rewatched that Batman I, I remember Batman and Robin thinking like man this guy's so cartoony but you watch that first Batman it's pretty cartoony yeah you know, it does feel like a comic book come to life uh, I like that this. Was a movie that go, we're going to make this feel real. Like, mm-hmm. Batman could exist in this world. Uh, so I appreciate that. I like that the mob felt like a real crime organization as opposed to, like, you know, kind of silly mobsters that, yeah. yeah, it kind of felt like real crime and then you put in this guy in a weird suit. Uh, and he does fight people. Now, I'm curious <laughs> about the development of this movie. I, you know, with with the down, how, how Batman spiraled out, uh, you know, into this, like, whirlpool of shit yeah. at the last couple movies. Who, who, I mean, obviously they didn't want to lose Batman. I mean, the Batman license is massive. Right. Who pushed to make this? Was Warner Brothers like, we got to get another Batman out. We got the guy. It's Christopher Nolan. Or was Christopher Nolan like, I got the script. Let me do it. So in, in doing research, it did seem that Warner, the studio was pushing out this project to other people. And there were other directors um, attached to it that have all either dropped out or the studio part away was based on their vision of the thing and I think they kind of landed on Christopher Nolan um, I don't know if he had the, if, if he was hired first and then they worked on the script with um, was that David Goyer ended up writing it or if they were kind of hired as a team and then you got the greenlit now go develop the movie but it did seem like four years they were trying to find someone to do a Batman movie and then I just didn't know if people didn't want to touch it based on yeah. If other directors were just, you know, saying... Thought it was poison. Yeah. Uh, you know, while, while we have it up. Uh, so this is the fifth highest grossing uh, Batman film behind Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and then the original Batman, or the Michael Keaton Batman. Uh, Batman and Robin, so the last one, is ninth. In, in that as far as grossing list, and I think when we covered it financially, it was not uh, a big success for the studio. So, yeah, yeah. George Clooney walked away fine. This was behind Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that made it made a lot of money. What the fuck? Yeah, um, you know, people go see stuff, but yeah, uh, they do. Where's let's see? Do they include? So Batman versus Superman came in. Third, I don't know if they considered Justice League a Batman movie, but that didn't make the top 11. And those all had Affleck as Batman? Yes. They must not count it because number 11 is 
uh, an animated Batman movie. Batman the Killing Joke, which only made $3 million. That one was uh, animated. Animated, yeah. Yeah, the final two is... That one, I actually wanted to see that. Mm -hmm. It it was one of those Fathom events in a theater you can see like one day only. Because I think it was a Comic-Con thing. Right. Um, I hear it's awesome, though. Yeah. And the comic is great. I like... um, As far as... You know, I would say I don't watch cartoon movies when they come out, but I've watched uh, Under the Red Hood, like the Batman animated movies, Under the Red Hood, and um, uh, what was the other one was on here, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. I, I do enjoy those. I haven't seen The Killing Joke. I haven't but, seen, yeah, uh, I'd like to see The Killing Joke, because yeah. that, comp- that, that graphic novel is awesome. Yeah. All right, follow up to that question, what does the original do better than this movie? And again, we'll just talk about the Michael Keaton one. Uh, better Bat logo. <laughs> it does have a good Bat logo. And Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne is just... Unbelievable. Yeah. It's... If we were ranking them, though, who's the better Batman? Who's the... It's not really Michael Keaton's fault that he doesn't fight, but... I, I think, man, this Batman's just so kick-ass. Yeah, I think Christian Bale's the better Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, I like, a Bat, I like a Batman that can throw punches. Yeah. <laughs> versus, versus not. Uh, okay. And then, is it time? They've already done it. Do we need to do it again? Remake Batman. I can't stand to see Tom Wayne get shut down again. I, I think it's been shot so many times in movies. I think I think they're gonna do it. I, I don't know if we I don't know if I want to see it, but I think that I think it, they're gonna do it. Now I've not seen Aquaman, but I am very confused because Ben Affleck is Batman in Justice League with Jason Momoa as Aquaman. But then I read something that Aquaman is the first movie in DC's. So I don't know if they just mean tone-wise, Aquaman's setting a new tone for the way DC movies are supposed to go, or if he's supposed to be like the first movie and then they're going to build movies around Aquaman and how successful that was. But I've heard that Ben Affleck might be out as Batman. So we might be getting yeah a new, a new Batman. Everyone was immediately up in arms when he was announced as Batman. Yeah. I'm surprised he's made it this long. Yeah. And I don't Appearing have... Appearing in three I movies. have... Absolutely no problem with Ben Affleck. Yeah. I have no problem with him. No. I don't give a shit that he's Batman. It is weird how people get so angry where it's like, when Christian Bale was announced, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, a lot of times I just go, unless the guy's super shitty of an actor, I just, my default is just, I don't know how it's going to be, because I don't. Uh, and it's silly to get like, I mean, famously people hated Heath Ledger as the Joker because he was coming off of what he was coming off of, like Brokeback Mountain and doing dramas. And he killed it as yeah. the Joker. And so it's so crazy. Like, Ben Affleck's a solid actor. Yeah. So, although, so uh, an acting or acting what if was, uh, you know, they, they kind of went through other people who auditioned for the role. Cillian Murphy um, auditioned for the role. Liked him so much, made him the Scarecrow. Jake Gyllenhaal auditioned for it. As far as, uh, went so far that he actually did, uh, Test in the bat suit, um, and the you know maybe this movie maybe this movie's really shitty with Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe it's really good with Jake Gyllenhaal. The one that I was like, oh, that movie probably would have sucked was when it was like Ashton Kutcher was attached, or the studio was pushing for Ashton Kutcher. Because mm. I go, I think that he's a bad actor, and I think that would have been a bad movie. Yeah, a- Ashton Kutcher is is fine in the ranch. Oh, that's right, I forgot. I'm, but I'm, t- I'm touching on the ranch here. 
But it's because he... I don't think his character is like that out of character of his What self. he is, yeah. And, and it's just kind of a kind of a goofy right. dude. Uh, I, yeah, Ashton Kutcher as Batman Bruce Wayne? I'm just I don't know. I mean, Butterfly Effect was pretty badass. Oh, see, I'm thinking about the Butterfly. It's like, oh, that movie's not good. I love Butterfly Effect. Oh, we might have to do Butterfly Effect 2 so I'm, we can talk about Butterfly. And that would be fine because they did I, make a sequel. I might need to re I might need to revisit Butterfly Effect. Yeah. See if I still like it or not. We might, because yeah, I remember not liking Butterfly Effect. Really? I really like that one, but yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. So it, it is it's always interesting. But Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I haven't seen all his work. Nightcrawler's the shit. Apparently That's all I'm gonna say is Nightcrawler's the shit. That Zodiac. The writer, uh, that was his favorite audition was Jake Gyllenhaal, but he had not yet seen Christian Bale's audition. But he, he he's going to say that he thought Jake Gyllenhaal was going to be Batman. Um, but yeah, then Christian Bale comes along, puts on two hundred. He just an IMDb fact coming off of uh, what the Machinist was where, that the one before. Yeah, where so he did his audition. He weighed one hundred twenty pounds, and then they told him to put on weight. Or uh, his instruction was to uh, gain as the mo- most weight he's ever gained in his life. Shows up, he's two twenty, and they were like, "You are too big. <laughs> you don't fit in the suit." So then he had to lose an additional thirty pounds, and he films the movie at one ninety. I yeah. wish I could do that. Yeah, Mark. Oh, he called it grueling. Christian Bale was like, "It was torture to, to do that to gain all that weight, to gain a hundred pounds, and then have to then be told, no, you got to lose thirty pounds." How do you lose muscle mass like that? Uh, stop hitting the creatine. God damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't want to lose muscle mass. Yeah. But I mean, I can't imagine blowing up like that, and then like, like he's he's pretty. Buff in that movie, and yep. then you look at like uh, the fighter. Well, he's back to being weird, scrawny, yeah. crackhead guy. It's crazy. Yeah, they said he, he was too bulky, and that they wanted him to be leaner, like a, kind of more of a lean yeah. fighting machine versus like a big bodybuilder guy. Yeah, interesting. Uh, apparently, some joked around a set they called him Fat Man. So <laughs> that was on IMDb trivia that <laughs> some were calling Christian Bell Fat Man. <laughs> All right, and then, of course, doesn't need a sequel. We get a sequel, so um, is it the one we want? I don't know. You want the prequel of The League of Shadows. I want the League of Shadows prequel, yeah. Yeah, and just kind of, kind of get that. Um, I want the prequel where he becomes a detective. Yeah, I want to see him he has go, to go to, train uh, with somebody Peace else. Academy. <laughs> in, like, uh, France. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like... Falls around... Uh, Scotland, talk, tagging around Scotland, Scotland Yard, Yard for, yeah. for a year. Follows you know Pink Panther follows that guy around, or or he follows around uh, Jack Nicholson's Chinatown character, yeah, and then takes it all back to Gotham, and then that guy wants to take down Gotham too. <laughs> <laughs> Turns on him, and then goes back to Gotham finally. Yeah, so Batman Begins. Did we need it? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I get. I, I want to say no because okay. after those four movies, yeah, I mean. I would have been fine not Never seen having movie. another yeah. Batman movie. They were all garbage. So I'm going to say no. We didn't need it. Uh-huh. Glad we got it. I'm going to say we did need it. Going back to our films, we had, we had to watch that taste of our mouth. Our last impression of Batman, live action Batman, couldn't have been George Clooney and Bat Nipples and <laughs> all that. So I'm glad someone else took a shot at it. 
and gave us this a, a very good film. Dare That's I say great. maybe my favorite. Batman's really good. Batman Returns, I really liked. Uh, this is just so modern. I feel like it just kind of moves with a quicker pace. That I mean, it was two twenty, but I had no problem watching it. Like modern, modern effects. Yeah, yeah. Punches, <laughs> punches, punches being thrown. So yeah, if you have thoughts on Batman Begins and only Batman Begins, we haven't we're not we haven't gotten Dark Knight. We'll get there eventually, but I don't want to hear Dark Knight was better. That's not that's not the assignment. We'll tell you if it's better. That's not the assignment. We'll tell you when we get to oh, it. Oh, I was. Um, <laughs> So, I didn't go back and listen to the, the, the last four episodes we did on Batman. I believe you had Jack Nicholson as your favorite villain of all time. Uh, does Cillian Murphy, Scarecrow, or Ra's al Gould top Jack Nicholson? No, he does not top Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Um, I really... I, I, I like the idea of him more than I liked him. I like Cillian Murphy a lot. Yeah. Man. Um, Just because I he's love... He's not above the Penguin. Yeah, not above Penguin. I think I put him above Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yeah, I think he's above Into the three. Riddler. I just, I love, because we, we talked about this, the, the Riddler, Two-Face, they all just kind of seem like they were doing a Joker impression, mm-hmm. and I love that the Scarecrow is not like any villain right. that had been appeared in this thing. Like, I think he jumps into my, I, he jumps into number three position, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or by Raz, Raz al Ghul. Uh, I have a hard time placing him. Yeah. Um, just because he's not really in the movie that much. Yeah. But I guess we have to place him. Right. So Is his trickery the ultimate villainous act? <laughs> Can I place the League of Shadows? Okay, yeah, we'll do Rosal Gold in the whole League of Shadows. So I will place the League of Shadows yeah. fifth after Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, okay. So Yeah. I'll go back and listen to Batman and Robin. I like, Cat, I like Catwoman. I, I I know. I gotta remember what what my what my I can't remember my order. Yeah, is. but when we do Dark Knight, I will go back and listen to the end of Batman and Robin's episode, and we'll have a definitive list. Yeah. All I know is uh, Tommy Lee Jones Two Face is last. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he was last. That was yeah, yeah. Off off performance. <laughs> so that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another movie. We'll get that Hopper spinning. Figure out what what's, what's yeah. Going spin on. the bingo yeah. bingo. Dinger. Binger dinger. (laughs) Till then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guide to sequel and remakes. Dress in layers. It's cold out. Guy dresses up like a bat, clearly has issues.